You're listening to episode 179 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Oh, it's time to give credit where it's due, Karen. Uh-oh. I, I think you're aware of this, but if you aren't, friend of the show, John Williams. Yes. The John Williams. Yes. Big fan. Not of the not show. the not the one that has all all the Oscar winning stores Blah, uh, scores, but the, uh, the the better one, the awesome guy, the better one, yeah. right? So John has been helping me on a little endeavor that I haven't told anybody for a while because, for one, it was kind of a passion project for him, and for two, I kind of wanted him to be able to to hang his hat on this. The first 45, 46 episodes of this show didn't have titles. We just we just put an episode out. It was episode E whatever. Right. Um, and then we started episode. and then oh. we started doing the title shut up and then we started doing the titles and you know it just didn't go back well john had kind of brought up that we didn't have them john went back and listened to all 46 40 however many episodes are you serious gave me multiple suggestions for show titles for each one for me to pick from so i could then choose that as the I title felt, i felt really bad for him we ha- he has enjoyed it apparently very much from from then he that is a, he's a giant then, liar then he's a sick and twisted individual <laughs> cuz listening to these podcasts more than once is kind of painful so our show Every episode now has an, a title. Aww. Yes. Thanks, John. That's absolutely amazing. I was thrilled that he enjoyed it and just the the collection of titles he gave me to choose and from. And you didn't harass him into it? Because normally you harass me into doing anything in regards to the show. Like you, I, don't, I don't recall if I did. I was quite sly with it. If I recall, it was his idea. I could be wrong. Oh, I can't wait to meet him. Right, he's pretty awesome. <laughs> so there you go. We cannot thank John Williams enough. I think we're going to call him our archivist. Um, okay. I thought normally he had to be around a little bit longer before you needed an archivist. but We've been right. around for four years. Yeah, but, you know, it's only there's less than 200 episodes. No, no, no. There's well over 200 if you actually count the reviews. No, this reviews, was episode 179. No no, 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 Don't do this. Don't do this. We've talked about this before. Just because I only name the proper shows, it give them numbers, doesn't mean... It, but it's it, not an episode. If you want to talk about the postings you have, that's, that's one thing. That's what I choose to be labeled as. But listen, there are a lot of people who just throw on a, a number to any piece of shit they throw out that's there. That's fine. If I did that, you we'd have well over 200. You haven't decided to do that. You've decided to name the shows the episodes. So you have less than 200, and the rest are specials. I hate that I made that decision now. Yep. Now it irritates you me. You should. Right so now. let's get on with the show. He's Mark. I'm Karen. And as always, we're going to start with Random Vegas. You're going to love it. 
A pair of fives in craps is known as puppy paws. Of course it is. That is adorable forever when I see someone throw hard hard ten. I'm like, puppy paws! <laughs> I'm an Especially idiot. since we're now finally starting to get along with our little guy. Yeah. <laughs> he is a tenacious one. We got that uh, from at Vital Vegas. Yeah. Uh, also a known dog lover, although I don't think he owns one, but he's that guy puts It's a really shit easy to love them when you don't have to deal with them. Well, yeah, he this guy puts in a ton of work at uh, at animal shelters, so. Well, I God bless him. Yeah, he's a beast. We don't have a no-kill shelter around here otherwise we probably would be too. That's accurate. Let's move on to the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. There are no new reviews. Really? This is the shittiest dry spell we've ever had in 4 years. In the last four shows, we've had one review. So, is the the Vegas Mate app falling out of favor, or? I don't know. I don't want to believe that. I hope. Not. I'd like to think people are just being a little lazy. I like the app. I love the app, and I don't want it to go away. And my fear is if if we don't, uh, uh, many reasons, many reasons. This one being, uh, it amuses me, um, but there are many other reasons. Get off your asses and write reviews. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Twit Pick of the Week. This week's winner comes to us from at PH Vegas and inspired the following monologue, framed as a suicide note, meant for artistic purposes only. I am going to offend some people with this monologue, and for that, I'm truly sorry. However, I'm a writer. I don't know if I'm any good at it, but doing it makes me happy, even when the inspiration is so dark. I've said many times that this show is my creative outlet, and the following monologue suits that. While I did draw on some real thoughts, feelings, and emotions, this is not how I feel. It's a cruel world we live in. A world where we attack one another for differences of opinion. A world where physical and verbal force is so often chosen instead of attempting to understand and respect a person's point of view especially one that differs from your own. No matter what you believe or don't believe in, I think we can all agree life is short and precious. Far too short and precious to spend the energy required to hate one another. And yet we still do. Some of us suffer in this battle more than others. Some are heavily scarred and some become casualties. A statistical category I'm preparing to join. And even as I stand here, I'm reminded there is beauty. I can see it right before my eyes. However, I no longer feel it. When no other emotion is strong enough to overcome the anger and hatred you feel intensify with every passing moment, it's time for the soldier to retire from battle. So that's what I'm doing. I don't expect the world to change from this. Why would I? Everyone doesn't have to like everyone. We all don't have to get along, but we don't need to make a point of being so cruel. I'm tired. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of the struggle and I'm tired of being so fucking angry. So now I take my leave. I'm sorry I wasn't stronger, but I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I have in front of me. Thank you. I'm really kind of disturbed that that's what you got from this picture. I, uh, so Okay, so normally I can rip on your monologues and it's funny, and now I can't say anything because now you're, you're going to be all... 
No, oh, it's meant to be serious. Well, it's no, it isn't. It's 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 meant to be an artistic representation. This isn't. I, I I wanted to make clear. This isn't what I think. This isn't what I feel. This is. I mean, while some of some of those things I do feel, but none of those things would draw me to this conclusion. I'm very fucking happy. I enjoy doing this show. I love my life. Ironically, I find this one of the the prettier pictures that you've put up. Well, I love the background. I love the skyline. I don't... And I, you're looking at this and I'm like... I, look, I like, don't I don't understand what inspires me to write these. I just go with it. And when I saw that angle, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Is that is the view that only a select few who have complete access to Planet Hollywood would have or someone who somehow I found just, their way to the top of the building. I feel bad for Vegas that you decided to attack. I know, right? The suicide story to that beautiful right. photo. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on our social media outlets, including Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. Let's move on to the news. First up, comp drink tickets. Yeah, now, now we have fun bad news. I mean, <laughs> uh oh, I'm afraid. Yeah, I affectionately titled this news piece the Vegas Death Nail, but didn't want to bury the lead, so I changed it. It was reported by multiple sources that the Mirage is testing a new system for comp drinks. But Vegas went to check it out firsthand and found out that it's real and it's it's bad. Right now, it's being tested at the lobby bar only, but Here's how it works. As usual, if you sit at the bar and put $20 into the machine, you'll get a comp drink. After that, the machine decides when you're ready for another drink based on the game you're playing, your length of play, and your bet per hand spin or whatever it is you're playing. So check out this example. Scott at Vital Vegas, I think I already clarified that he's from Vital Vegas, but whatever. He was playing video poker. Quarters, max bet. For an hour and five minutes, with he did clarify, he had a couple five-minute breaks in between, but an hour and five minutes before receiving a voucher for a comp drink. What? We would have had three drinks in an hour. Yeah. Uh, as if you would give a shit, the voucher is good for 24 hours. Nobody likes the system, not even the bartenders. The one thing I will say is I understand it from a bar point of view, because we, how many times have we had people reprimand us well, for playing whatever it is we want to play? Yeah. But if he's playing max bet for an hour, it's it's horrible. This 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 is horrible. So wait, so has the Mirage been sold officially? It has not been officially announced. So no. this is MGM that's doing this. Right. Some would argue, or some have insinuated, the reason they're doing it at the Mirage is that if it were to be sold, they don't really care. Like, this would be the perfect situation to test something out that could potentially be such a disaster because who gives a fuck? You're getting rid of the place anyway. Well, no, I get that. I just want to make sure because I, I didn't know if it had officially been sold. Not officially, you know, no. I don't listen to the show. All right, so not officially sold. So this is something that MGM is testing. Yes. And they're using the Mirage to do Just it. the lobby bar. Just the lobby bar. It, I it, bet it's going to save them a shitload of money. I, I get the concept at a bar. I think... This is the kind of thing. Let's let's say in a worst case scenario that this somehow makes business sense. And they're like, we, we need to do this all over the casino. This is the kind of thing that would make me go, no, no, I don't, I don't, don't want to go to Vegas anymore. anymore. It's not no. fun. A, a perfect example is you and I lived in Chicago, very close to yep. casinos. 
we would only go once every six months or, or whenever when we, we needed to. When we had to go to, to make sure that we kept our, exactly. our comps current. No, no other reason for us to go. Nope. On the flip, comp drinks, great dining, down in Tunica. We've go gone, for the hell of it. We've gone to Tunica more in the first year we lived here yep. than in the total amount of times we went in Chicago. And we lived there for close to nine years? Yeah. 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 Well, I think this is... Because you can get comp rooms... Good comp food, rooms, good food, low table limits, and comp drinks. Why well, on top? That's what I mean. On top of all that, it's it, it's that package that makes it so special. And that's why we go. And as a matter of fact, there's only been one instance where we've gone to Tunica and not had a high end dinner, not stayed the night, not gambled a whole. I mean, it's only once, and that was when we were trying to decide if we were going to move here. Right. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. It was. Every other time, high end dinner, stay at the resort, make a day out of it. It's just. I, this is this is bad. This is really bad. At a bar, I understand it. I because get Because we've bar. always said sometimes the best thing to do is to go up and find video poker at the bar because you can usually get top shelf drinks for right. your comps pretty right. easily. The right. bartender is normally really nice. So if they're trying to crack down on what they're giving away at the bars, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. If they're looking for this to go across the casino, why would we ever go to Vegas? I think it, it, rather than this stupid, stupid fucking idea it would be far better you and i've had this conversation it would be far better if like when you go to a lot of tables or a lot of bars they'll give you a hard time like you have to at least be betting four coins right a buck every hand yeah. like then why don't you make the minimum dollar yep. why that idea infinitely better yeah. than this idea yeah just make those tables uh, it's a buck that's the, the lowest you can gamble to play any of these games has to be a dollar well, so right? basically that's what fine. it means is they don't trust their bartenders the bartenders actually like their patrons and realize the patrons yep. are, gonna, are gonna tip them and so now they're gonna make it computer generated right. and that's the only time you can get a comp drink yeah it's terrible so if you agree with us the way to stop this is simple don't patronize the lobby bar at the Mirage or any bar with this system. I've said it a million times before. In a capitalist economy, only your dollar has value. Don't support this. And normally we never say, do what we say. In this case, do what we say. Yeah, don't, 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 don't do worry. this. This this can ruin Vegas. This can ruin Vegas. It's so sad. It is sad. It's relatively pathetic. On a, on a side note, at Kirk Sports is reporting that the sportsbook at Westgate awards one drink ticket for every $50 bet towards sports or every $10 horse bet. Now, yikes. I thought it used to be one ticket for every bet. I, I think I think that is what it was. I listen, I understand this a little bit better than I do video poker at a bar or whatever because whatever your bet is, it takes 3 hours to resolve it. So I get that it's not like you're at these other tables they want to get you to drink more so you make poorer decisions. You've already made your decision. You're just fucking hanging out here now. That being said, I'm sure there are people who are like, you're ruining this. This this is... It, all of this is just bad. Just bad. Radio City Pizza has sold. Las Vegas Weekly announced that Radio City Pizza, or Pizzeria, located right next door to the Insert Coins, or the place that used to be Insert Coin, has been sold. Radio City's owner said that the new owner's offer was too good to refuse. While I'm sure this is a thinly veiled dig, or <laughs> some will infer that, they went on to say that there are a lot of influential and affluent people investing in downtown, and it's evolving into a food destination. That's horseshit at this point. If it's evolving really slowly, <laughs> is what it's doing. 
To succeed, you have to be more creative and eclectic with your food options. The new owners plan to use the space for a fondue concept. What? Doesn't that sound mildly interesting? Uh, no? I may be thinking of the wrong thing, is what it boils down. Is fondue always like a like a like a cheese dip? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm thinking of the same thing. Anyway. You're right, thinking what we do is fondue? With the with the boil the with the meat and, and Yes, the that steak. is what I was yeah, thinking. No. No. Fondue in general is hot cheese. Where you can dip all kinds of shit into it to cook, but yeah. It's not what you're thinking. Wait a minute, you cook it in the hot cheese? Yes. Radio City it's is... French. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Radio City is working on opening a new location across the street from Mandalay Bay. Yeah, because that's going to get a lot of foot traffic. <laughs> I never understood. First of all, they're the southernmost property and kind of in no man's land. To set up business across the shop from no man's land. How do land? you go from being downtown? <laughs> no. Just south of... And to go, no, we're going to go south of Radio City. Or south of uh, fucking Mandalay. Mandalay and put up a, a pizza place. Yeah, that's gonna. The only thing I can awesome. think is that it's less touristy and more locals. Like they'll deliver to what areas. What locals is gonna go down there? Well, not to that place. They would deliver more pizza. I don't get it. I don't uh, get it either. Next up, beer garden at the park details. Yes, located at the midpoint of MGM's under construction park complex. Details about the beer garden were shared this week by Vegas Eater. It will be over seven thousand square feet accommodate just under 500 people and will cost 4.5 million to build. It will feature farm-to-table meats roasted outdoors, a large craft beer list, live music, and outdoor social gaming, including bocce ball, darts, and ping pong. That'd be kind of fun, ping pong. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. All right, sorry. The beer garden will technically be considered part of New York, New York, because it will be located next to the side entrance of Zumanity at the property. I Listen, open roasted meat sounds really interesting. That's the only part about this that sounds really Craft beer, for me. Well, for you, not for me. And outdoors. Open roasted meats. Not the sound of that. Yeah. Barbecue, in other words. I know, right? It's really what it was. That. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the definition. I, I've yet to find a beer garden that I actually like. I always like the, like the concept. sounds great. I've yet to be one where I'm like, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Next up, Celine returns. In an interview just days before her return to the stage at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, Celine Dion revealed that it's only a matter of time before she loses her husband and longtime manager, Renee Angeli. Angeli? Angeli? I have no idea. I think it's Angeli. Renee. Renee, there you go. To the throat cancer he has been battling for two years. They don't know exactly how much longer he has, but they know it's only a matter of time at this point. He is 73 years old, been on a feeding tube for the past two years, and has had part of his tongue removed all during this battle. Celine is finally returning to performing after a year hiatus from her residency to take care of Renee because it's time and it's what he wanted. The time away let them learn and accept the gravity of the situation, set their affairs in order, and even work out the details of his funeral. They hoped that he'd be able to attend the first show back, but he was not, and instead watched it from his bed by a closed-circuit TV. Beyond encouraging Celine to return to performing, all Renee wants now is to die in his wife's arms, a request she is more than happy to do for him. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Hold on. No, I, I'm going to be cynical and snarky about this whole thing. All right. So how the fuck... He wants to see her return back to performing. He's encouraging her. How the fuck is he doing that? He can't talk. He talked. He didn't have his entire tongue removed. He doesn't have his tongue. It, you, 
Get part of it moved, removed. I don't know. Maybe he's typing. And he's on a feeding tube. Maybe he's doing a Stephen Hawking thing. You should really perform. You sing Purdy. You need to earn more money for Purdy. me in my final days. <laughs> I think she's good. She makes half a million dollars per fucking uh, performance. Well, no, that's I think fine. She's good. He has been her meal ticket. He discovered her, was her manager, and then married her. Why do you think he did that? Oh, other than, other than, player. hold on. He's an old guy, and she, I hate to say it because I find her so fucking annoying. She's a very good-looking woman yep. for her age and very was talented. way back then, and that's fine. Yeah. And extremely talented. So he knew. He saw the meal ticket. She has made him a shitload of money. I, I just. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, go into the go into the next next little bullet point, I, I, and it'll I, prove my point. I have said before that I think this that this relationship up. is disturbing, but I've also said uh, I'll support anything that makes people happy, and they appear to be happy. Because she doesn't know any better. Now 47, Celine has known her manager. Now husband. Then husband. Now husband. Yeah, now husband, yeah. Since she was 12... And the two got married in 1994. Yeah. I'm not, not going to lie that that isn't creepy, but love's a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, she had a daddy complex and he saw a meal to uh, On a side I note. I don't like her anyway, and that, that could be part of what well, this, 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 this might actually yeah. persuade you a bit. On a side note, and I'm not sure if this has always been the case or if this is new, Celine does three songs with holograms in her show. Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, and the creepier version... With herself. So she never met Elvis. There might be a slight chance she met old Frank. And doing a hologram with herself, I just, I'm sorry. I, I can't stand women. I I don't care if there are holograms. I will never give her a dime God of my money it. to go see this. I got to grab my gaze and go That's see fine. this show. I, I want and, to and see And take it out before. of your separate banking account because I'm not paying for the. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, we don't have a separate banking account. I know. Account. It's the point. I'm not setting up a separate account <laughs> for this. Obviously, We're spending our money towards this. If you this. want to go see her, it's not, that, that's your money. Whatever money that is, you're Whatever. contributing that. Because I'm not giving that fucking woman a dime of money. <laughs> Moving on. I guess. Downtown Grand and the future of Fremont. Edge Vegas is reporting that it's unlikely that Downtown Grand will find a buyer until after Derek Stevens announces what he intends to do with the Las Vegas Club. Specifically, if he will reopen the hotel bringing 400 more rooms back into the market, a move that will no doubt bring the sale price of Downtown Grand down. Derek expects those plans to be set and ready to be announced by the middle of October. Despite its current predicament, Downtown Grand unveiled a collection of upgrades to the property, including the opening of some suites, new signage, new employee uniforms, and a new players club to name a few. That's sloppy, but I'll cut that together. Or not, and just let it go. Now that I've commented on it, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna leave it now. Just let it go. <laughs> it's you know disappointing, not surprising. But, it is, yeah, know. it is sad. Hooters is rebranding their casino. Well, Hooters isn't doing it. <laughs> that casino is okay, going sorry. bye. Hooters Casino rebranding. Yeah. After struggling in the Vegas Take market over. for over a decade and multiple owners. The Hooters brand is leaving Las Vegas, ah, at least as a casino property. But it's not because they have the largest Hooters ever. Okay, as a casino property, they are leaving the market. New owners, Trinity Hotel Investors, is partnering with Holiday Inn. They'll be running the hotel under the LLC HILV Holiday in Las Vegas. And the casino will be renamed 
Hive Casino, as in Beehive. Vital Vegas sources say the name is just a placeholder. I but would fucking hope so. I actually, <laughs> you know it's going to become something insanely lame. I almost oh, like something it's, dumb it's as Hive. It's been awful. It's going to be worse. But, I mean, wouldn't it at least be something if you're like going the Hive Casino? We have to go see this. As opposed to the Enchanté Casino. Like, oh, this is so fucking stupid. Or be, they wouldn't even be that clever. It'll be like gambling casino. I'm like, yeah. Enchanté is not clever. Uh, whatever. What? Uh, that was the point. I was making fun of it. It would be something stupid. As as as, as, a, as dumb as Hive. As a Veer casino. Just whatever. They're gonna make up words. Just dumb. No word if part of their renovation will be to theme it accordingly. Nor do they have a timeline for when it, any or either of these will be done. Vegas Theater reports that they have allocated an estimated. Four hundred and fifty million for structural repairs to the parking garage. Awesome. I know, right? When your parking garage is that fucking bad. What? Okay, so how shitty were the builders? You're in Las Vegas. It's concrete, you're in a right? fucking desert. Yeah, I don't. There's yeah. nothing. Well, no, it's different if you're in a certain. Okay, so if you're in the south, you're dealing with high water tables. Mm. If you don't put the proper footings in, everything's gonna sink. If you're over, you know, granite, you have to burrow down to make sure the footings are stable. Right. But you're in Las Vegas, in the middle of the desert. What do you have to do to make this stable? I don't know. Although, although if it, in that area, if you recall, Luxor and Mandalay Bay had issues with sinking ground, so maybe maybe they also have shitty land over there. Did they really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. So. Uh, it is also unclear if Hooters restaurant on site the second largest in the world will remain however it is unlikely considering hooters just recently opened the largest hooters in the world at palms which means they knew this was coming yeah i there's no way l l you know what i'm not even going to speculate i'm calling it no chance in hell that 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 hooter stays in there not a chance in why would you have the first and second largest restaurants in your in your company in the same place that's when, when one was no in sense. the casino that had the same name. After that, who gives a shit? Yeah. No, you're right. Next up, canal swimming at the Venetian. Two males. Shocking, because only... Because women... Guys are this fucking stupid. This. <laughs> but two well, males... They'll go splash around the fountains out front. <laughs> they ain't going to do this. <laughs> two males decided to go for a swim in the outdoor entrance to the canals used by the gondola attraction at the Venetian at around 7 a.m. on Monday. 7 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> they must have gotten up early and were doing their exercises. Or they were still <laughs> up the night before. Security had escorted the men from the property earlier in the day and admit, quote, they were known to our security. That's not good. <laughs> Details of exactly what happened haven't been disclosed. However, firefighters responding to a, quote, drowning slash diving accident. <laughs> And the two were hospitalized in critical condition after their adventure. What? <laughs> Please tell me these idiots severed their spines. <laughs> I mean, it's it's unlikely because the uh, the well the outdoor lagoon is 11 to 12 feet deep. However, that isn't to say that only water resides in the canal. They could have some kind of a track path or something for the for the gondolas. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm assuming since no charges have been filed against these two. Odds are, unless they die, we won't hear anything more on this story. So let's just assume natural selection did its job and the both are dead. <laughs> All right. That's what I want. That's the world I want to live in. 
And next we have the Click Bar at the Cosmopolitan. Yeah, Clique is the name of the new concept that will set up shop in the area known as Book and Stage. First off, stupid name right off the bat. Now, C-L-I-Q-U-E. Click. Yeah. I, I, that's how I read it originally. They, they phonetically spelled it out. And the fact that you have to spell it phonetically tells you it's probably not a good name. Get ready for a collection of vague descriptors. It's being described as avant-garde because that sounds appealing to some people. And will serve artisanal cocktails and house-made mixers. The environment will be designed by Alessandro Mung of Studio Mung and feature dark wood <laughs> couches and posh finishing touches. Mm-hmm. It will feature, quote, musical stylings and relaxation. Clique will... I hate this one so much. I, I gotta quote this. Clique will serve as an escape from the outside world because that is exactly what you want when you're in Vegas, Karen. When I go on vacation, I like to go to a place where I can then go somewhere else to pretend that I'm not in the place that I decided to spend time at. So you realize what this is, right? Stupid. No. Douche Bar 101. Right. Because this is where, if it escaped from the outside world, which means they're going to charge a shitload of money for assholes to come in so to dumb. a little, you know, I'm special. I have, I have special attention. I'm in the middle casino, but I'm special. So dumb. If this concept sounds familiar, that's because it is. This is almost exactly what Q-Bar used to be, and it failed so badly that they took down the intimate environment walls so it would open up the space so people would know that it was actually open for business. Now, the good news is the bad news is over. Clique will offer a seasonal cocktail menu as well as shared plates, including street tacos, sliders, and salads from the chef behind Stack at the Mirage. The company has plans for eight restaurants and lounges for Nevada and California. But then again, Bally's Grand Bazaar had plans to be successful, and that didn't work. It ain't going so well for them, is it? (laughs) No word if its location in Book and Stage means it's replacing Book and Stage due to some clever wording in the various articles. But I would imagine, unfortunately, yes. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it's whatever. you got to ruin it. We also have some new dining options coming soon. Yeah, Vegas Eater shared a collection of new dining options opening this fall in Vegas. Yet another experience I'll avoid like the plague. Carbonar or Carbonone or Carbon. Carbon? Carbon? Carbone. Let's go with Carbone for some reason. Is a restaurant opening up at Aria in the place formerly home to Ciro this October. For the record, don't call it Carbonair because I'll hurt you. <laughs> Fair enough. This is described as a theatrical experience with waiters in burgundy velvet Zach Posen blazers. Although you do like yourself, Zach Posen. I do love Zach Posen. Piped in mood music and table side service. That sounds awful. I couldn't agree with you more. Also at Aria, Herringbone will take place of the space formerly home to the Gold Lounge late this fall. The cuisine is described as Fish meets field. Okay. I know, right? They're going to have an exterior patio, a 91-square-foot water feature, and be run by former Neve Italiano chef Sino Bernardo. Bernardo. No idea. 
Delano at Mandalay Bay is opening Riva or Rivia or I, I don't know why I even attempted Rivia. Yeah, Rivia is what we'll go with. And Skyfall Lounge in the place formerly home to mix this September. The lounge will be similar to what it used to be with new decor and Riva will be a full-on Italian restaurant. Rivia. As Whatever. That place will also offer small plates to those people in the lounge. I, I don't know if I care about any of these, honestly, other than they're in the locations that they're in. I'm sorry, a, an Italian restaurant with small plates sounds awesome to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess it would be. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Monday night football at Lagasse's. Edge Vegas is reporting that this season, Lagasse Stadium at Palazzo will feature items on the menu specific to the two teams playing. Oh, Jesus. To be clear, this isn't a happy hour deal, just items that aren't usually on the menu. For example, Monday, September 14th, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Atlanta Falcons. Lagasse's will be serving Philly cheesesteak pizza for 19 bucks and fried chicken and waffles for 18 On Monday, November 9th, Chicago Bears at San Diego Chargers. Lagasse's will be serving a Chicago dog and seasonal French fries for $9 and grilled shrimp nachos for $20. Um, a, li a link to the complete list is available on the blog or at edgevegas.com. I thought this was really clever. I, I, I have some issues with what they're choosing, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few examples. Not going to entice me to go there. Well, we Especially won't. Especially for those prices. That's I know, right? <laughs> Billy Shakes cheesesteak pizza, $8 trillion. Like, what? Yeah, seems yeah. a bit much for pizza. When you, even a hot dog and fries for nine bucks. Like, it's not that bad. That's Vegas. I understand that. But, but if you're going to pay that much for a Chicago dog, would you not be doing it in Chicago? Well, yeah. I'd feel a little bit better about no actually. I, we've had Chicago dogs. No. I don't particularly like them. No. And I'm not going to pay for them someplace else. Yeah. So. Yeah. And finally, a Beer Park Las Vegas. Beer Park Las Vegas is the plan for the rooftop patio of the Chateau Nightclub at Paris. It will be run by the guy behind the new Hex Kitchen at the property, which replaced the Sugar Factory. It will cover over a thousand square feet, have three bars and a grill. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Sugar Factory's gone? Yeah, you know that? No. Oh, yeah, it's gone. It's way gone. Oh, thank God. Right. Yeah, but now it's replaced by some kind of a chocolatier thing. I just, the yeah. fact that that fucking thing failed. And <laughs> I've heard people say the food was great. I just... Actually, I think the food is still there. I just don't think it's under the Sugar Factory name anymore. I could be wrong. You and I have just ignored it. So what the hell is the point? Well, those... I don't, know. I don't know. What is the point I there? I thought the restaurant well, was the, also the Sugar Factory. Well, the Sugar Factory uh, actual retail store selling candy, that's gone. That's dead. That's the way. I, I think the they just renamed... associated with it? It was by name, but I think the, like, the restaurant's just been rebranded. I could be wrong. Like I said, you and I hey, dislike it so much, we won't even look in its direction, so... Yeah. Yeah, no word when it will be complete or even when construction will begin. This isn't the first time, by the way, that a beer garden's been on there. If you recall, about a year ago, there was one when we were actually staying in Paris. There was one, and we just never got off our heads to go try it. I don't remember. You need to make a lot of noise if you're up there. When you consider all the traffic that's below, drawing your attention there, you really need to make some noise. Uh, something's going on up here. Do you really want to go up there and pay for beer when, you know... Well, it depends. I mean, it's craft beer. I, I end up paying for beer all the time in Banger Brewery, so if it's quality beer... You do. I do. Me? Well, yeah. It's, this isn't for you. This is for me. There's a lot of restaurants in Vegas for you that aren't for me. 
can I not have an area where... No, that's fine. But the problem is you usually make me go up there with you and be like, sit here with me while I drink all this beer. And I'm like... Well, that's because you're my boo. Can I have a vodka tonic? I want you to be by me. Something? This sucks. I'm bored and there's no food and it's... See, there's food at this place. So you would have have plates of food. If it's the same as the sugar factory? No, no, this is on the... Uh, that's going to do it for news, but we do have some prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. It always amuses me why you go, just bits and pieces, like, well, there's a sentence or two. I don't know why we have to minimize it's, it so much. I, it's, it's supposed to be prop bets. It's supposed to be short. <laughs> short and sweet and simple. Fair enough. What's first the first up, one? Las Vegas and Quebec City have advanced to the third and final phase of the NHL expansion process. Adding to the bureaucracy, NHL Commission clarified that, quote, this doesn't necessarily constitute the end of the process. <laughs> what the fuck does I, that mean? Right. I mean, right. we don't like either one of you. If you're going to fucking award a hockey Just team, do it, man. go to Quebec. Yeah, I know, right? Honestly. Go to but Canada. Canada should always win God. over any U.S. city that wants wants a sports team, in, in hockey specifically. Vegas.com was purchased by Remark Media for $38 million, 15.5 in cash, 9.5 in Remark stock, from owner Brian Greenspun, publisher of the Las Vegas Sun newspaper, among other Vegas publications. When asked why he decided to sell Vegas.com, Greenspun replied, in so many words, that the price was right. Remark Media owns multiple other websites, including Banks.com and IRS.com, not to be confused with IRS.gov. Due to a death in the family, all of Human Nature performances last week were canceled. They will resume their residency at the Venetian on Tuesday, September 1st. Or did resume oh, yeah. on Tuesday, September 1st. Clearly, I wrote some of these notes a while ago. Those of you interested in the history of Vegas at City of Las Vegas released a self-guided tour of the downtown area, complete with a map and details of each site and pictures. For those of you interested, we'll have a link on the, on the site. I'm I'm a I'm a history buff when it comes to Vegas, and I thought it mildly entertaining. So, if you're not really into Vegas history, you're not going to be interested in this. Be looking at that though. At John Mahaffey is reporting that the Plaza has installed 31 coin-operated machines that used to be in the Las Vegas Club in front of the casino cage. Yeah. Vegas Eater is reporting that Ramen Ya, an offshoot of the San Francisco Noodle House, Katania, Katania. Katania. Catania. Yeah, that's where we're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Has now opened at Bally's Grand Bazaar. <laughs> Not far from the 24-hour Starbucks that just recently opened. This is a soft opening, so menus have not been released, but they are open daily, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., open till 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. I've never tried a ramen shop. I really do need to try one. But why is a ramen shop? Would you not be open, like, in the wee hours of the morning and the weekend? Oh, what a great fucking point. Why would you not be? Why would you wake up? Why would you open at 10 a.m.? Why would you not? Instead, instead, why don't we open at 7 o'clock p.m. and stay open until 8 a.m.? That seems to make way more sense for ramen. Um, no. No? Not all the hours. You want to be open for lunch. But you also want, I would think, you would want that late night drunk diner thing. So, not for, so are you saying 24 hours? Are you saying they shouldn't be open for dinner? Just not for breakfast. No, be open for dinner. Yeah, but what Lunch is br- and dinner, and but late night is essential in that. Mm, breakfast. So in Vegas, 
closed from like 3 a.m. until 10. Hmm. All right. I, 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 I see where you're going. It's fair. I do. I just fucking said I did. In preparation for their new location at Where does Bond? At the Mecca Waterings opening on September 1st, the Rainforest Cafe has closed their location at MGM Grand. You can trust what I say. You'll find them in the space formerly owned or formerly home to the Goratorium. Wow. That's what, that, what that means. No word on what will take up the closed MGM location. Where's Bond? That's what, that's what it means. If you're waiting for a response, I got the response I was no waiting for. for I got I got the one. I was waiting for. <laughs> Museum of Gaming History announced that they will be opening an exhibit at Plaza. Unfortunately, nonprofit companies don't have a lot of money to spend on websites or publicists, so that's all the info that we have. They are planning to open one. We don't know what will be in it or when it will open. In WTF news, confessed killer of a Palms waitress admitted in court to hallucinating and hearing voices. However, clarified that she did not experience either when deciding to kill the waitress. That this decision, is why you're supposed to have conversations with your lawyer before you go into court. Um, oh, the decision to kill the waitress was from her husband, who paid her $600 to have the deed done, which meant he was fucking the waitress. So ridiculous. I hope not. Apparently this waitress is out of her fucking mind. No, wait, hold on. What? Waitress? No, what? No. no. The, the confessed killer, killer of a Palms, of a Palms waitress. waitress. Oh, so the guy. So the killer's husband paid. Well, no, 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 no. According the, to how the, you read this, okay. The husband of the waitress paid this person to kill the waitress. Okay, so then he was fucking the killer. You should say the killer. He was a fuck I open it. But what do we know? I don't want to judge. I don't want to judge. In the ever-evolving Vegas market, new concepts replace old ones, if only because it gives you the ability to use the word new. In this case, Society Cafe at Encore announced they are closing at the end of December. No word what will take its place. So a whole lot of build-up for nothing there. Right. Sorry. All the Fred Siegel shops at SLS are leaving to be replaced by SLS-branded stores. Prior to this, Fred Siegel was the only retail shops on the property formally advertises something people wanted. I remember when I was like, wow, if this doesn't work, every every single shop you have, you're, you're just dead. You're literally dead in the water. Everybody, like, boom, there it is. And they are. It's yeah. fine. Move on. At 4 a.m. Monday, a 20-year-old female from Australia was taken to the hospital in serious condition after she climbed over the concrete barrier, pedestrian barrier, and attempted to cross the street at Flamingo Road in Las Vegas Boulevard. <laughs> She did not succeed, and or she did not succeed. She she didn't overcome. <laughs> she didn't succeed and was hit by a 2005 Kia Amante. <laughs> so wait, so she survived a flight for how long to come to the states? I think I decided think it's... to jump a pedestrian barrier because hey. It's not, not there for a reason and got hit by a fucking key. Karen, it's common knowledge that the, the fastest way to get from point A to point B is a straight line. Fuck these bridges. Nice. <laughs> Safety be damned. Luckily, the driver of the vehicle was not injured. Once again, odds are we're not going to hear her back on this, but let's have faith in natural selection and hope this idiot is dead. It never reproduces. Yes. 
Vegas Eaters reporting that Zine Noodles Dim Sum at Palazzo will close for a month starting September 18th and have just under a million dollars put into design upgrades, including adding an entrance that opens to the casino floor. <laughs> That's usually helpful. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that, well, I've never heard of this place. Number two, I never realized it didn't have an entrance that opened <laughs> right. the casino. Right. Vital Vegas reports that the gift shop at Las Vegas Club is not closed. Ooh, getting even closer. Get there, Derek. Let's get it. Get it. some, Derek. Get it. Attempting to better utilize their relatively small gaming space, Downtown Grand has relocated all of its table games into the area formerly sectioned off as their High Roller and Baccarat gaming space. That leaves much more room on the floor for slots. You'll also note new uniforms, more signage, a Count's Custom partnership, and a new gaming promotion. Yeah. And the big news that the D signed a performer to a 100-year contract turned out to be a famous statue of a naked baby peeing named Mannequin Piss. What? You'll be able to find him in the valet area of the D. Little dick jokes at the D have already begun to annoy me. I do have to say, the buzz that he created with the YouTube video that, that he made was pretty clever. And here's fun little factoids for you. The reason that Derek got this and installed it at the D is because he's from Belgium. And he and his brother are the first generation to grow up in the US and used to go back to Belgium all the time to see family every summer. And they were very familiar with this actual original statue. This is a third incarnation of it created, not specifically for the D, but kind of. But they've added this to the ballet area at the D literally a statue of okay. a baby pee. Awesome. This week, some were alarmed to see waters cascading a thousand feet down from the top of the stratosphere tower. However, it was only a test of the casino water flow facilities done by the Las Vegas Fire Department. It's pretty cool. <laughs> the Las Vegas advisor is reporting that Plaza has opened a new party pit in the location that gives gamblers floor-to-ceiling views of Fremont Street. The space was formerly home to retail. Chris Nightclub at Wynn is closing after this Halloween so it can undergo a complete remodel, expected to take around six months. That's going to do it for the news. We're going to move into coming attractions. Attractions is a part of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts are performing at the Join at Hard Rock on Friday, September 18th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $40. The Judds, yes, the attractive one and the one that unfortunately got all the bad genes. How I feel so bad for her. No, you realize this isn't the two sisters. This is the mom and the daughter. I know, I know. The mom is attractive. Ashley's attractive. The other one looks like a dude. Well, yeah. Yeah. I just feel bad for her. Okay. I thought you were saying it was like the two sisters. No, no, no. I, I just, I, I mean, she's in. incredibly talented. Right. Um, it's just disappointing. It's not fair. The world is not fair. <laughs> Welcome but, there, to, but she can sing. She can sing, yeah. And she's been guitar. quite successful in her endeavors. I was trying to make a horrible joke. And yeah, you failed. I did, miserably. The Judds are performing nine show 
a nine show. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. They're gonna have a residency. And it's gonna last multiple shows. I'm gonna nine. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess nine shows. They're gonna be at the Venetian. No field starting. nine. No field. It's no field five. But I like it. No, <laughs> really. No field five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it just sounded as annoying. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. That's why I did it. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, starting October 7th through Saturday, October 24th. Show started at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $60. Comedian, juggler, and all-around entertainer, or at least that's what we're told, <laughs> Jeff Savillico. Thank you. Is now a permanent resident at the Flamingo. Shows are Sunday through Thursday at 4 p.m. Tickets start at $35. I'm sorry. If the show starts at 4 p.m. Uh, it's a day show, yeah. A day show in general. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Anyway. Hair Nation, a cover band that performs the music of that style, are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Thursday, September 24th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 12 bucks. Lost 80s Live featuring Wang Chung, Flock of Seagulls, Animotion, and more are performing at the Mandalay Beach Saturday, September 26th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $35. Korn is performing their first album in its entirety. Really? At the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, October 23rd. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Shit. We have amazing seats to where we're going to go see them I was going to say, you, you know what? We can't go there because... You'll be in fucking China. Yeah. But we're going to, we're going to, we're going to Maryland. We're, getting, it, we're, we're going to one of those places where it's standing room only, except for like where we're sitting. 12 <laughs> seats. Yeah. We have... Two of those 12 oh, seats. Oh, my God. We're getting old. Uh, yeah, I'm too old. I love this band, but I am too old. I don't know how they do it all the time, but yeah, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Seether is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Tuesday, October 20th. Shows start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at 33 bucks. Collective Soul is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Thursday, November 12th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $33. And various local bands will be performing at SLS Vegas' Sawyer Club every Wednesday starting September 9th. Shows start at 10 p.m. Admission is free to locals and 10 bucks for everyone else. And lastly, Black Sabbath is performing at Mandalay Bay Saturday, February 13th, 2016. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Next up is Playing Vegas. Playing Vegas is the part of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing in the next week in Vegas. Karen, what's going on Monday? Monday. Nice. I like it. The dive-in movie doubleheader at Cosmopolitan's Boulevard Pool is Rando and Life of Pi. What the fuck? Right? How did those two get No laid? idea. Wow. <laughs> All right. Show and to be fair, I haven't seen either. But just what I know of the two of them, yeah, I don't you're understand. You're 100 so accurate. Confused. I thought I saw this. It was funny. And I <laughs> double checked it when I was writing the notes. I'm like, there's no way they're showing those two movies together. Yeah, apparently sense. they are. Show starts at 7 p.m. Admission is free to guests staying at the property and five bucks for everyone else. Tuesday, the Psychedelic Furs are performing at Brooklyn Bowl and the Link Promenade. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 30 bucks. And Lenny Kravitz is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 40 bucks. On Thursday, The Rising, a spring, spring, Springsteen? Why can I not you say that? You got it. Springsteen. Springsteen. 
Springsteen Tribute is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at 15 bucks. And Friday, Eddie Money is at the Golden Nugget. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 32 bucks. And this week we have a river. This week in the river, we have some listener feedback from Neil and Sarah Mitchell of the UK. They did an audio review of Yardbird at Venetian, and they are currently my favorite people ever. Uh oh. So this is a review of Yardbird in uh, in Venetian by Neil and Sarah Mitchell from uh, England. <clears throat> so anyway, we um, we visited it last night with uh, a very very good friend of ours that lives in in Vegas, and um, I'd seen the menu and thought it looks interesting. I didn't I couldn't quite work it out, but actually I watched a, a YouTube video about Yardbird and thought it just looks cool, mainly because uh, each of their cocktails they seem to deliver with a different form of ice now i'm not a guy who gets easily excited by different forms of ice but they seem to be overly excited about the whole concept that i thought i should buy into this and the one that particularly appealed to me was um, the old-fashioned because it had a big round ice cube in there so anyway we, we went along it's it's, it's it's a busy place a, a, the thing i don't like about that specific location is it's right in the middle of kind of convention center so if you haven't got a lanyard you, you kind of look a bit odd when you're in there uh, <laughs> i didn't have a lanyard but anyway i'm used to looking a bit odd um, went in and was seated straight away. We had an excellent server, a lovely girl, happily talking us through the menu. I ordered an old-fashioned. What did you order, Sarah? Can you remember? Uh, glass of wine. Glass of wine. Sauvignon quite, Sauvignon yeah. Blanc. Quite, uh, quite an adventurous choice. Uh, so, so I ordered the old-fashioned. Let me tell you something that particularly excited me about the old-fashioned. When it arrived, it's got a big round ice cube, and I'll cover that off a moment ago, but the ice cube had a nipple on the top, oh. uh, which which I found particularly mesmerising. So throughout the whole meal, that ice cube just didn't disappear. <laughs> we were there for over an hour, and that ice cube did not disappear. And I, I found myself regularly fing, fingering. Uh, the, fing, yeah, I was, I, was, yeah. <laughs> I was fingering the nipple. Were you? Yeah. Right. And and the, and generally, I, I'm not a big fan of old fashioned. I find it quite a um, an aggressive drink. But there's, I think, I had some lemon. Uh, some orange in there and it, it was it was good so on to the menu for starters we ordered some BLT slider thing and actually I remember we've been drinking for quite some time I remember as I was eating it I was thinking do you know what I can't remember what this is I don't know I had no idea what I was putting in my mouth but I knew I liked it that was good yeah I had belly pork I had all yeah a whole range of stuff in it but that was nice and then we ordered for between three of us we ordered the fried chicken and another portion which was fried chicken with waffles and with melon watermelon, watermelon. and um, I, you know to be honest as an Englishman I'm sure Alistair will back us up on this don't quite <laughs> grasp this concept of having waffles with savoury food and then when you add then when you add uh, watermelon into the mix you just think this is just 
madness. What are they doing? Anyway, so this fried chicken was something that I have never tasted before. Really, seriously. I wouldn't be doing this review unless I was seriously impressed. It, I think I think the server said that it was um, a half a chicken. So it was basically half a fucking chicken <laughs> that was deep fried in some stuff. Uh, think, <laughs> think for, for the English listeners, think KFC, but multiply it by ten, add, add another five, divide by two, then multiply it by fifty and then divide by 1.3. And that is what this tasted like. It was just, it was fucking incredible. And, and I've got a very particular challenge, and that is it appears to be every time I visit Vegas, towards the end of the vacation, I tend to have some form of dental trauma, uh, be it um, going to La Rev and eating some popcorn and breaking a tooth or even a whole um, filling coming out. So I'm in there eating this fried chicken and crunching hard on it and I was thinking to myself this fried chicken is so fucking good that if I have a dental trauma I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm insured. I don't give a shit. I'm having this and I do not care what happens to my teeth. And I don't know any food that I've ever eaten I've thought to myself I don't care what happens to my teeth. Anyway, I've spoken enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand over to Sarah. Um, Sarah uh, was impressed by the chicken and over to you. Hi, Sarah here. So, all I would say is um, I am not a KFC fan whatsoever. Whenever there's a suggestion that we have in the UK, I'm just like, no, don't like it. Greasy, crap chicken, whatever. But, okay, I went for the Yardbird. I thought, okay. So it's good, and NF, who on all the videos we're watching, they all um, raved about the, the fried chicken. So I've always looked, we've been to the States for many years now, and I've always looked at the fried chicken with waffles and thought that it was the driest thing on earth. It's like, why would you eat that? But I have to say, I am sold. Absolutely sold. The, it looked okay, it came on the table and it was dry as anything, it looked dry as anything. But I have never tasted anything in my life so good. I am absolutely in love with fried chicken. Absolutely. So um, from a from a sort of version to fried chicken, perfect. I'm just we'll go there again. But um, and Yarbrough was just great atmosphere, great cocktails, really really good. I had a great evening. So yeah, absolutely try it. So that, that sounds like a 2 out of 10 from Sarah. Um, so so uh, finally, there was one funny thing that happened, which Sarah doesn't even know about because I was a bit embarrassed at the time, and that was um, I went to go to the bathroom and um, I went down... You have to go towards the kitchen, and I thought people were going towards the kitchen and turning left. Um, turns out they're going towards the kitchen and turning right. So I turned left, and I actually ended up in the kitchen, and people looking at me like I... 
I'd gone mad. So I offered to help out, but a very nice gentleman wearing all white um, escorted me from the kitchen and took me to the bathroom. He did leave me at the bathroom. He, he didn't, you know, things didn't, things didn't get out of hand in the bathroom. I don't want you to think anything like that. It was, uh, you know, he was a very nice gentleman. Um, so that was that was basically it. That's our rever- review of Yardbird. We loved it. Yeah, to be okay. honest, I didn't expect to love it. And I know, as I say, we went with a Las Vegas local who is a is a foodie. Um, I'm sure he, by his own admission, would say that. And I would also say that he was probably not excited by our choice of going to Yardbird. He came out of there and was absolutely blown away with the quality of the place. So uh, we recommend it. Thank you very much. All right, so hold on. I love him so much. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So first off, I want to know who the Las Vegas local is that they went with. Oh, that's a good, that's a good Number question. Number two, yeah. I was afraid as the review started because he's doing all the talking, and I'm like, okay, Sarah's just like, why the hell am I here? Then the fact that he, and maybe you need to think about this because nine times out of ten, you talk over me yeah. when we're recording live. Yeah. He actually handed her the mic, the phone, whatever, and said record. And she could get her thoughts out where you could hear them, he, he, which I appreciate. He told me ahead of time that Sarah would freeze up the second they decided to record. So he was going to force her to have to speak. And that's why he gave it to her. <laughs> well, I love it. No, I love it that she did. And I hope she doesn't because I, you could hear her laughing and giggling in the background. is what he was saying. So and I'm like, good. she was there too. I don't just want to hear him. And so I love that he was like, what did you have? What did you think? It, yeah, I love, I appreciate the fact that she's like, KFC is shit. Yes, it is. There is different fried chicken in the U.S. I, I, I love these um, <laughs> Chicken and waffles, personally, have never had it, but I am right there with them. The whole thought of the I've, I've had it at this savory point. chicken it. with the sweet waffles and the syrup, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. it. But yeah. I love the fact that that she actually got up and spoke because most of the nine times out of ten, it's the husbands that love your show and are the ones that are going to record and do all this stuff. And the fact that Sarah got on there I was like, all right, so here's what I thought, and here's what it was. Oh, God a, bless you, girl. I got a fun, fun side story right, so for wait, you. So wait, wait, wait. If, if we, okay. They've already said they're going to 360 Vegas Vacation 3. They've okay, that's said. fine. So when we go on my sabbatical and we go over to the UK. Oh, we, well, yeah, we oh, they're all on the to? list. That's all what right. I mean. It's so far, our, our UK listeners that was have, one have short, been undefeated. The, this is like the first little they're review amazing. that we've gotten back in, and I'm so excited so that good. someone else did this at a place that we've never been. Oh, we're going to Yardbird now. Now, now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. But I love the fact that they did this. I'm so excited. I was thrilled. It, it's really funny. They are, uh, Sarah loves us. As much as Neil does, like like it was funny. They sent me a picture of it was Mandarin Oriental, and it just happened to be the lighting of the day, the angle they were at. It looked like it could have been fake, like it could have been a wrap. And the funny thing is, is both of them looked it, or both of them saw it, both of them thought the same thing. And Sarah first said, "You gotta send it to Mark. You gotta." <laughs> God bless her if she listens to this oh, show, too. I you love them so much. Thing. They're currently my favorite thing ever. I, I, I'm excited. I, I can't believe there's a couple from the U.K. that love it's, us. It's I'm not mi- surprised that folks from the U.K. love you, especially, which is, yeah, yeah. there's there's a weird, yeah, I, I don't know. And I love that they called out Alistair. In the <laughs> right? Which is awesome. I hope they know each other. If they don't, they really should. They should, right? Um, yeah, that was, uh, was Oh, so cool. I love audio reviews. I and want people to send in more. Oh, that I is so much fun. Totally we will play agree. them. Totally agree. We will gush over them, and it'll, if. And if, I do edit. Yeah. I, listen, I know some people get a little bit shy about doing them. 
I like to think, and it may be my own narcissism, but I like to think that I know how you wanted to speak in this. So a lot of your ums and ahs, a lot of your waiting, I cut all that out because I'm like, I think you you want to convey this. So I'm going to cut out the things that you're like, I don't want to record because I'm going to sound like an idiot or whatever. Like, no, no, no. Don't worry about that. Record. I'll, I'll trim you up. You'll be good. Don't Anyone worry Anyone who it. hasn't been a part of the show does not understand yeah. the power of editing. Because you can sound like a complete and total twit like I do most of the time. Oh, I didn't tell you this. Mm. Side note. Um. um? Does that got something to do it with does, it? It does, actually. Yes. If you had any idea, Karen <laughs> says, um, in ways that you never hear because I edit them out because it's, it's, uh, first of all, I always tell everybody who's on our show, just, just talk. Don't worry about it. I'll yeah. fix it. Yep. But in editing, every time I'm like, woman, for fuck's sake. Stop saying, um. Uh, yeah. Like this woman is, in some sentences will say, um, four times in 30 seconds. It's wild. So the funny thing is I'm in Chicago this week. This week was my big presentation to management. I literally had uh, There was a lot of enthusiasm in the beginning of this. Now I'm like, is it fucking done? Oh, no. No, no, no. You're going to love it. You are so going to love this. We, we, Again, I presented to like 17 senior VPs and from the U.S. and corporate side and whatever. It was huge. I was awesome. (laughs) I nailed it out of the park. That's all good. But the beginning of the week sucked. It was so stressful. They brought in this company that was basically designed to help us with our what do they call it? Leadership, um, management leadership presence. Basically, how you talk. And they focused on the minute gestures and how you stood and all that. It was a day with my coach, Claudio, was exhausting. Mm. It was like all five of us in the room going, I just, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. And so much that at the end of the day, and he, this guy has a doctorate in theater. <laughs> Stop and think about that for a second. A doctorate in theater. But, all right, so they start off the exercise with this program that you're in. I'm going to give you a minute to 90 seconds, which is a hell of a lot longer than it sounds, to tell somebody why they should love it or why should they should be scared of it. And All right, so the first two, there's four of us. Because actually Bonnie wasn't there yet. Um, there were four of us in the room. So the first two go, and this is why it's a great experience, and we love it. And I'm like, fuck this. I am so tired, and I'm so exhausted. I went the complete opposite, and I was like, you have to be ready for a microscope to be put on you. They're going to cut you down. just to, They're going to rip you to shreds, supposedly to build you back up. Like, I was just, I went the complete opposite direction. And, oh, yeah, my cor- my coach from the global training watch- walked in right as he played the video. Anyway, um, the funny thing was, is he said to me, I didn't catch any verbal diarrhea. And I'm like, wait, what's verbal diarrhea? And he goes, you know, so, um, everything else. And I started laughing. Oh, that's immediately, raging. Immediately that I started raging. laughing. That is No, 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 but it makes sense. So hold on. Here's why. Here's why. Because when I'm at work, I am so hyper-focused on how I'm perceived, what I say, what I do. When I'm here with you... I'm here with you. And if I say ums, I say ums. I don't give a shit. But the fact that he said I didn't catch any and I started laughing hysterically and they're all looking at me like, what's wrong? I'm like, I I kind of wish I could, you know, record this and send it to my husband that I have no verbal diarrhea because he'd be like, you're a liar. She says it all the time. 
So this is where you've been relegated to. You get Karen's diarrhea. That's what this show is. I bring Karen on the show to be my co-host for the week. And what do you get? Her verbal diarrhea. No, you get me more comfortable than I am at work. And that's where I'm Can you just dial it up a notch or two more? You know what's funny? Yeah. Is watch this show. Oh, I'm actually really interested in it. If I say it. I've, I've wanted to pull you in on the last couple times I've edited, be like, going, do you see four times in 30 seconds? I love you. It's, uh, I, I love I, you, too. I bet you it's going to be different this time. I always want to encourage people to just have fun. I bet it will be different this time. To just have fun when they're, when they're on the show. But, and then it's all my own no, hang-ups no. in editing. And it is. It totally is. But the, that's, that was the major difference. When they're like, I caught no verbal diarrhea, no ums, no so. You do. When, so when you know else? what you want to talk about, you don't have any of those things. It's when you're... When you're yeah, when I'm trying to figure it out, and I'm like, yes, what, when you're what thinking, am I reading? What's when you're on the fly, when exactly. you're thinking is when you do it. Well, which is what was funny about this week, because I, uh, I, wish, I wish I could explain what this week was like. It sucked. This hmm. week sucked. What I went in going to say got completely cut up, flipped around, turned around sideways, 40 different ways from Sunday, and ended up totally different. And somehow, miraculously, I got to the point where I was like, I don't give a shit. I have the basic idea what I want to say. We're going to say anyway. Um, I there it was, and the funny thing was as soon as I, I told them that um was a verbal cue, Bo started going up uh, one, up uh, two, and as soon as I told them I did it, I started saying it more. I had never said it until I said my husband will tell you that um is one like that's that's my verbal diarrhea. That's what I say. And as soon as I told him that, I started saying it all the time. Like he counted up to like five, and I'm like, all right, stop. Stop. Yeah. You can't do this. That's when you knew the stress level was getting too big. So, I mean, these but, people would be like, what are you talking about? Like, listen to a fucking live recording. <laughs> she says well, no, I, I told him. I yeah. said, I told him exactly and why you know, because he does the podcast. He has to edit. He gets so frustrated with me because I say it all the time. Yeah. But, yeah. There you go. It's kind of funny. Um, back to <laughs> Neil and Sarah. Yes. So happy. Oh, I love him so much. I can't wait to meet him. I, 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 I love meeting couples that are as happy as you and I are. And it, I, it, I'm thrilled by it. Thrilled by it. And they're very much that. That's that's the impression that I got. They're very much that. And you got that from a short little recording. Oh no, I've chatted with him behind the scenes of a, a fucking truck nah, ton. With him, not with her. It's always a different story when you talk to the wife. <laughs> Just whatever. I mean, we're not getting into this debate. Sarah, <laughs> listen, Sarah listens to the show. Just the fact that she listens right. to the show. Right, so. <laughs> she can find me on Twitter, too. Girl, she tell me, if you were formidable. in a bad spot, let me know. I will find you some help. Okay. <laughs> Wrap it up. All right, so that's going to do it for episode 179. Thank you all so much for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show by PayPal donations, by buying stuff from our merch store at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas, or at 360Vegas.com. Not 360Vegas.com, Vegas.com. The company Vegas.com, where we are an affiliate. Oh, how about that? And you can also help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360. More audio. More audio. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I love those. So much fun. Please do reviews. I love it and so if we much. can, honestly, if we can figure it out, it's a place that you and I have been and they've been, we should figure out how to do like a combined review sort of thing. It's not a bad idea. I'm telling you. It's not a bad idea at all. 
If you have audio or take audio, we'll send it in and see what we can do. I run everything anyway. through a mixer, so it, trust me, you don't have to have a pro mic. I can make you sound better. Just if you have earbuds with a mic in them, like you get and with you have iPhones, access to Skype. you're going to be fine. Yeah, with Skype, we'll well, Skype's good. free, so yeah. I know. Yep. I'm just saying. I, I love this idea. I love it too. It's great. Oh, and we can get Alistair in. Can we do a five way? <gasps> we can. Yeah. Woohoo. All right. So, anyway, if you want to send feedback, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. That's all I got. I, I'm uh, got Labor Day weekend. Where it's been, I've seen you two days in the last 14, so I'm looking forward to spending some time no, with you. Oh, it's been more than that, hasn't it? Not much, no. Pretty close. Not Maybe much. three. Not much. I'm looking forward to seeing you with far less clothing. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of you, bye. Bye.